you know, writers have been pretty clear that they are concerned in the way the studios and the streamers are now hiring writers and expecting them to work, that if we don't have protections in the contract, things like a writer's room won't exist anymore. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ankler Podcast. Uh, this is Sean McNulty from the Wake Up Newsletter here at the Ankler, a special Strike Geist edition, WGA. Well, we're in day two, but uh, you guys, I'm here with Elaine Lowe and Richard Rushfield, of course. Uh, we're out on the front lines for day one. Um, uh, so I guess, Rich, uh, Elaine, let's start with you. You uh, had a pretty extensive day across a lot of different uh, studios, right? Yeah, I managed to get to two different studios, spent a little bit of time at each one. Uh, first at Warner Brothers around 1.30, a little bit after the first strike of the first day started, and there was already a big crowd, maybe about 200 people, you know, uh, writers, obviously, but also actors from SAG and folks from the Animation Guild showing their support. Uh, lots of support from passersby as well. Um, you know, pretty much every interview I did has uh, a cacophony of, of horns honking in the background. Uh, and then after that, I went to Netflix <laughs> and got a chance to talk to uh, the WGA lead negotiator, Ellen Stutzman, um, just learning a little bit more about why they decided to call for a strike ahead of the midnight deadline Monday night, which I think came as a surprise to a lot of people. Um, given that there was an expectation that they would go right up until the deadline before calling an official strike. Uh, and also just about the things that the AMPTP called the the two primary sticking points of um, staffing minimums and duration of employment. And uh, yeah, that that interview is up on Strike Guys right now. Cool. Uh, and Richard, how was the honking uh, your day yesterday? Uh, a lot of honking. Uh, the, the, the mood, I would say, was... Uh was was festive but not um sort of upbeat people in the the, the first uh, Richard, day uh, where 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 did you go yesterday so just to clarify oh i'm sorry i was at uh, the paramount studios the, oh, okay the, got it the first you got great all the studio. star sightings yesterday oh really oh that's where the stars were on melrose huh i i i saw i i started two stars i had uh rob Lowe and uh ike Barinholtz were uh were on the line there as long as uh, as well as uh, a good handful of uh celebrity showrunners such as they are uh can they can they sign autographs or is that against the guild rules for writing i don't know richard craig mazin was refusing to uh answer uh questions from from other reporters uh oh, there, but okay uh, but all right but he was uh walking online as was uh john august mike sure uh oh wow and, uh and some other uh prominent showrunners spent uh paramount was the place to be yesterday yes so uh it's i to the extent that um, I think people were picking the studios closest to their homes yesterday. Um, oh, okay. Paramount drew on the Hancock Park. Um, Interesting. Elaine had the uh, valley, so, right? Is that yeah, Elaine? Is that kind of mm -hmm. where your your circuit well, was? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I noticed there, there there were very few people under, I would say, thirty five on really? this picket line. Uh, particularly Elaine, what was would, the age spread on your i'm curious now that's what we didn't talk about I would this say a little younger than that maybe maybe like uh low 30s but i okay. also talked to uh a long time uh jay leto um you know now retired late night writer who has been in the guild for over 30 years so good mix of folks <laughs> okay so richard what was uh, the people who would talk to you um what what stood out for you i mean i was expecting much more 
sort of combative firebrand throwing rotten tomatoes at cars as they drove onto the, the lot. Um, Did you leave your tomatoes I, at home, Richard, or what? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the 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 mood was uh, the 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 mood the, the mood I said was upbeat, but not combative. I, I, they were not they the sort of determined, but not uh, the the angry firebrand. Uh, so I was expecting that the not not too many cars were driving onto the lot, but uh, those that did seemed to drive on and off uh, unmolested. So, yes, uh, the, the work from home era of a strike a little bit, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, be a factor. Yeah, but on day one, sort of determined and resigned that this is what we have to do. So they they they, they got through their first day of marching. Uh, and we'll, 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 you know, I mean, now is now is the hard part. It's uh Right, because they've 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 now played this card, and the studio has, has played their card, and now they you you sit and wait for somebody to start to feel pain, uh, right? And and uh, I don't think the I, you know, and you 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 swap insults to uh, that that hope uh, can hurry the pain along, but I, I I I don't I don't see anybody crying uncle in the next few days or so, so. Um, well, going days, back to the yeah. idea of throwing tomatoes too, Richard, it's like, yeah, you, you saw a lot of cars go in and out of the lot, but it's like how many of those, you know, sort of lower and mid-level studio execs are, are friendlies, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not like the rank and file studio that the writers have a problem with as far as I could tell, it's like the institutions. So I, I, I do kind of wonder about how that's impacting, um, you know, writer studio exec friendships on some level. Yeah, I mean, uh, the I I would have expected it to be much more combustible. I mean, if you look at if you look at Twitter, um, the uh, the 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 writers activists there will will say you know anybody who's ever um, you know if if you stand on a Starbucks line with anyone who works in a studio, you're a you're a traitor to the cause and and need to be uh, outed and brought down down low. But that was not at all. Uh, one, as as always, the social media uh, sliver of these things can give you a uh, yeah a, a much more combustible view than that, that was not at all what I was getting online. I was which was upbeat, determined, but not not nasty and uh, and and uh, militant like I, like I might have expected from that. Twitter's not reality, Rich. I don't understand what you're talking about. People on Twitter are different <laughs> than they are in real life. This is uh, oh my god, they're it's crazy. They're, well, writers being writers, there's a there's there's definitely a sliver of of uh, of of the writers world, whether guild guild members or not, who live more of their lives on Twitter than off. So uh, they, they they do exist. So Richard, uh, of the three of us here, I'm gonna, Elaine, I'm going to assume that the 2008 strike was not something you were attending. Uh, not that maybe maybe it was. I don't know, but I'm pretty uh, sure I was in first grade. More. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just graduated from college. There you go. All right, weren't quite in the uh, in the trade in, in the trade yet here. Uh, so Richard, you're you know, I, yeah, I assume 2008, you were very much on. Uh, th this beat back then, um, a hundred day strike, and you know this is day one. What does day thirty look like, and something like this on a, on a front line of of a, of a you know of the pickets and things like that? Is it a similar you know in terms of a matter of people who are there, or what's an evolution of this? I'm cu just curious. You know, day one, I get the enthusiasm, I get the horns, the horns honking, and. 
blah, 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 blah. But what's, what's a day 30 look like? Or what did it look like, you know, to your recollection in 2008? Yeah. That, I mean, I, I, th- I think you started feeling the dislocation on the studio side much quicker than it was in, in the broadcast days. I, I, I think, I think things just came to a head very, <clears throat> very fast uh, there and, and started, it started feeling painful. It started feel you started feeling disruption and um, I, the, the, the tone um, that time I think was much more co- sort of combative, uh, but, but uh, maybe, maybe less focused than it is now. I think, I think, I, I think now it's more determined and uh, resolute, but, but less, uh, le- less thea- theatrics maybe than, than last time is what mm. I feel like. But in terms of like, do, do the people keep showing up on day 30? Like, I mean, just like actual strike. I'm just curious, like, you know, there's a block long line in New York. It's, you know, day one, people are, are you know, amped up. But the enthusiasm here, I just I don't know. But I mean, do people keep showing up 30, 35, 40 I mean, last later? time, yeah, the, the, the yeah. picket lines, okay. the, the picket lines stayed, uh, you Pretty... know, the, the, the first day is probably the biggest That's, turnout yeah. they'll get, but they, but they were manned and they they were they were pretty organized about making sure people were out and and right there were there were no there were no places where the picket lines just crumbled for lack of turnout last last time gotcha. within the within the hundred days so yeah um you know I, I i i would think they can maintain picket enough enough people to I, I, yeah. maintain i, I would hope I, so I, yeah yeah i mean i i at, at some point i i don't it's it i think on the first day it's sort of this expectation everybody shows up and everybody sh- pickets all day and shows their support or what uh but but then you get you still you'll get more into shifts and taking turns and people signing up for slots and stuff right. like that as it drags on for months but uh no that's a good point um so elaine you know the thing that i so said day one great a lot of enthusiasm a lot of you know people showing up you know and the, I think the, what's at stake has certainly been well delineated. The WGA sheet they released yesterday was, I thought, really great. Um, saying the thing, the things that studios did not <laughs> just did not engage on, and things on those lines. Uh, but is there a sense of this is going to be a long one, uh, or is there more like eh, you know this will be maybe a few weeks? Or I, I'm just kind of curious. I don't see a real. It's hard for me to see a short term resolution you know, just ending in a short term personally i just don't i mean i just i've yet to see a scenario and i you know these things to richard's point and because of pain not because it's the right thing to do business-wise it's it's a negotiation who has leverage and you know how does this you know <laughs> it's pretty clear what the studios do and don't want to engage on here um and what's on what they've they've had six weeks to you know negotiate and go back and forth with caucus rooms and things like that and we are where we are is what's the sense that you had and Richard or both of you, but I'll start with the land here, you know, about this may be longer than people think, or just not quite even thinking about it yet. What do you think, Elaine? Well, we don't even know when they're going to get back to the negotiating table. When I was talking to Stutzman yesterday, uh, I asked her, the AMPTP in a press statement the other day had said that their two primary sticking points, right, were, uh, staffing minimums, which the Writers Guild wants to ensure that there are at least, I think it's, um, you know, six writers six, in a pre-greenlit room and then six to 12 writers in a post-greenlit room. 
And they also wanted to make sure that there was a duration of employment, like a you know a certain number of weeks that writers would work on each episode because of the way mini rooms are now, where there are just shorter series orders, there are smaller rooms, these things drag on. And so writers essentially say that they get paid less to work on a show over a longer period of time, and that precludes them from finding other work. And right. those the, the studios did not even present a counter offer. So the fact that there wasn't even a counter offer suggests that it's pretty that they're pretty far away. And when I was asking, now, now, about now, it, just to, just to give the studios uh, uh, response from what I what I hear on that, uh, the studios would say, well, we were in the room for six weeks, but it wasn't. This this is what this is what gets everybody did that, but it wasn't until after the strike vote that 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 the um, that the guild started seriously engaging on these issues. So we really only had a week, uh, and we just and and there were a lot of things that we didn't even get to in that time. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. That, that's that's their response. I, I, I fair enough. No, that's very important. But thank you, Richard. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, I mean, in in talking uh, to to Sutzman, I was asking her, I said, you know, what does it mean, especially of those two things? And she said, well, first of all, those weren't the only two sticking points. There were a variety of other things they didn't really want to um, engage Ooh. on in the way that the guild wanted them to engage on. And like that, AI uh, was a no-go too, right? Wasn't that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. The Writers Guild wants to regulate AI and the or studios also had no counter to that. Um, it was like a, an annual meeting or something to talk about or so. It was, I don't know, something along those lines of... Yeah, right. Kind of and there's a, this uh, sort of brewing sense that AI is sort of like what streaming was the last time around, it, like yeah. this new fangled technology where they didn't negotiate things as thoroughly as they wanted to and look at where we are now 15 years later. I think there's the concern that AI is the new online media slash streaming in that again, sense. But again, that, you know, figuring out what you're going to do about that and how you're going to respond to that is extremely complicated and that's not going to be settled in an afternoon over a negotiating table so it if you know the, the those issues uh about ai and regulator are just coming up in the public right now and the idea that that they're going to have a coherent solution that's going to that, that that that's going to define ai's place within the entertainment industry um anytime in the next couple of months is uh yeah, but mm -hmm. I, I will say that three years is going to be like 30 years in AI. The way this is going to move, I mean, this week alone, I'm, uh, I did a roundup. I'm going to actually put in the, into the wake up tomorrow a bit of just the new, you know, you have the, you know, the godfather of AI at Google quitting his job and saying, AI, I'm really worried about this. You have IBM saying we're going to replace 30% of our staff within five years with AI. You know, there's a lot of, th and this is moving at a fast, fast flip. This deals will come up again for three more years. I get what you're saying, Richard. Like there is no like, okay, here's our plan, but there's also not a, a either a, a moratorium or an agreement or, hey, why don't we come back or whatever it might be. And it is, Richard, it is a very, very hard thing to do, but to have nothing in your agreement around this is a little, I think that's scary. I don't know. Elaine, is, uh, is this yeah, even on a broad you, based, Yeah, even in a broad-based fashion to at least, you know, not necessarily come out with a granular, here's how we're going to regulate this emerging technology, Which, but at least some sort yeah. of like broader base, like he, he, we should, we should, you know, not replace writers with AI. We shouldn't use X, <laughs> so, Y, and right. Z. Some um, basic I mean, it's principles. Like, okay, yeah. 
and, and I mean, like, obviously it's like, look in our profession, like it's impacting us too. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to pretend like <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, it's, I, I, 110%. <laughs> as I said, it's IBM. It's, it's, you know, here, like name it. And Bear Capital had this as well today. I read about not having people in the trenches anymore because they get AI to do the jobs that, you know, the, the entry level jobs used to do. And I'm like, this is throughout all industries. So exactly right, Elaine. But, you know, I, I mean, that, covering... that, you know, that no, is covered go, go by if, if every show has a minimum number of required writers, then uh yeah, helps. Sure. You, yeah. you, you can't you can't say four of those have to be human and two of them are, can be computers. <laughs> like uh, so that is so we're, are, are, you know, these are just very common. So what are you saying? The, the, the writers that are on there like can't they can't use AI to say like, OK, what's a way for people to break out of prison? um and, and and get get some answers on it. i mean can they use google well, i think that's it's... where it merits discussion right i mean listen even when i was covering stocks and doing quarterly earnings stuff what eight nine years ago even then there was i think it was either ap or reuters that had some auto bot that would come and write up a quarterly earnings report <laughs> for you so this technology has been around a while but there's really no discussion on, well, how do we use it in this profession? Like, what's an ethical way to use yeah. it? What's a way yeah. that doesn't displace working writers and still at least has some sort of curation to it so that we Good. know things are, are accurate? So it's like, in, I mean, in journalism, it's a it's a going concern here. So it's like, why wouldn't we want to have this discussion elsewhere? Good. Yeah. good. It's it's a good discussion to have. It's an important discussion. I The chance that that is going to get sorted out in a way that is... Uh constructive yeah. and a cba uh, yeah let people move forward in in the context of a strike negotiation i would i i, I would say is uh you know they, they they can put a pin in that to come back to it you know say we'll we'll we'll, we'll start a committee and keep meeting on that but uh uh at, at least that would be something i you know either way but uh well anyway that we're not on the committee either way so um I guess, you know, but in terms of duration, Richard, I guess, you know, that pain point that you mentioned, and I, I, I agree with you on, is that's how this stuff generally gets resolved, right, Richard? This isn't any, anybody's goodwill or, you know, whatever it might be, right? Uh, yeah, no, what is your side, sense on, on that? One side or the other eventually sues for peace or, uh, or, or, or sees that they're both so tired that we say, okay, let's, let's, let's uh, sort this out. And, yeah, I mean, I, it's uh, that's that that's a ways off. I don't think I don't think that's in the cards for the 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 writers are pretty resolute and and they know what they what they walked into. So I don't think in two weeks they're going to be saying uh, enough of this. And and I think the studios are um, ready to ready. To, I, I don't think I I don't think they're going to be breaking down um, anytime soon. Their stocks. Uh, Unless Wall Street decides uh, to, to to make their stocks collapse because of this, which uh, doesn't seem to be the, the response, but uh, I don't see I don't see how they decide we've we've had enough for that this at any time soon. So I think uh, I don't know how to put a date on that, but, uh, but <laughs> right. not not in May. There's my date. <laughs> I think yeah, that's probably for sure. Uh, you know, Elaine, what is your perspective? You know, a little bit longer term looking out here at this point. Oh, I was just thinking about what Richard was saying about oh. how you won't necessarily see movement until Wall Street has a reaction. And I don't know, isn't that the damnedest thing? <laughs> having this whole thing being contingent on what investors think 
and what shareholders think. And what Madison Avenue advertisers think. And, you know, I, I mentioned this this morning uh, in the newsletter, but, you know, the first day is a collective shrug across the board. You know, essentially, uh, Wall Street was essentially unmoved on this. And I've mentioned, you know, uh, if spending, if production spending goes down a little bit, that's actually better for these these companies short term because you can put that money towards some free cash flow or it frees up some things. And if you don't have that hit, on subscribers, which again, these guys, the, the, the cupboards are stocked is what everything, you know, Elaine, you did a little bit in your For first months. Yeah. yeah up until right? the fall is what I'm hearing. It won't even, it won't really make a, a dent on production pipelines. Cause there's been such a pet backup, a uh, backlog from the pandemic when people were over commissioning. Right. And, uh, and things that are written uh, house of the dragon is that's ready to go. It's all written that can shoot. You know, there are things that are done that even aren't even shot or even the cupboard yet delaying that can, you know, that can go forward for the summer. So there will be a pain point to hit, but I just see this as a long-term, you know, and we, horizon we, here. we should know we reported on, on this, the, uh, the mad scramble to, uh, to get scripts done and get deals done and right, everything right. else, uh, which we, had the, the the brilliant effect of giving the studios uh, a lot more in their coffers to uh, to you know it, I that was one thing I just did not you don't you don't see uh, you don't see auto workers a month before a strike <laughs> saying oh we gotta we gotta get make as many cars, cars done and get as many in line we're we're gonna be out of here so we gotta make sure the 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 uh, Ford's got lots of lots of inventory to work with when we're gone um, and that's essentially what they did the last couple of weeks uh, which I yeah. Uh, if someone wants to explain to me what the strategy was there, I, I, I'd love to hear it. One, one last I was talking check. to someone who was involved in a room where there was a little bit of a rush, and they were saying, well, the fear is that if things aren't ready to go when they get back, it makes them more prone to cancellation. Um, and they essentially want to just make sure everything's ready uh, so so that they're not, I guess, forgotten. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, terrific, but uh, you're, you're going on strike here. Like you're you're trying to. The point of a strike is to try to cause pain to the to to the people you're striking against, and uh, you know, help, helping them so they can help you is uh, undermines that purpose. A little antithetical, yeah, exactly uh, to what you might be thinking. So, and there's also uh, awkwardness around these FYC campaigns too, right now, right? right? Like. Yeah, John some Stewart canceled his. Yeah. And, yeah, John Mulaney. Like some folks have canceled their FYC appearances because you know they're writers and they want to support. But I mean, my understanding is that there's just also a little awkwardness because, like, as a writer, you want to support your show, you want it to get awards, <laughs> you want you want to you want to support all the other people you've been working on this show with, but you have a stand to make, so it it complicates things. Yeah, the, there there will be an Emmys given out at some point in September. What the show looks like, who knows? Um, but yeah, exactly. The campaigns will. Or the, the nominations will come out, uh, and the you know, and and so the voting will happen. So either way, it's a tough, a tough spot, and still no word. On, you know, next up was the upfronts, of course, um, which is uh, less than two weeks away. So still, you know, the, the Peacock, the new fronts are this week, which Peacock had the, was the target of the the striking here in New York with a, a block long line, I suppose, reportedly yesterday. And, um, you know, there's been no official word if Kimmel and Seth Myers will come and do their annual things. I doubt. Am I wrong? I don't see how they go and do that, right, guys? I, you know, I don't. That seems. I and mean, will, it, there be pay, 
Well, they repick it's in front of the upfront. So. Oh yeah, I mean they've already. I mean, Disney, yeah, they've already. That's already. I've seen that reported certainly that uh, the plan is already out there. So I would expect them to be out in New York. Uh, you know, all, all that week at Netflix. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not the YouTube presentation. Um, but I certainly know the Netflix and, and Paramount is notably sitting out this year. They're not doing an upfront presentation. So, um, but uh, NBCU and and uh, yeah, Fox and and Disney are all, all on board. So. Uh, more to come there for sure. Elaine, you're going back out to my, uh, your guys, both of you are going to be, yeah. I will week. be at Sony today. If anybody wants to come chat, <laughs> if you're out at Netflix, uh, say hi, Netflix and maybe universal. Time All right. Permitting. Catch the, uh, the ankler and the share, share. Uh, yeah, we'd love to, love to, Love to hear your thoughts on all of these topics, so please uh, engage with both of them out there. And, of course, you can subscribe to uh, the Ankler's new Strikegeist uh, newsletter, Richard. Yes, right? Our new free newsletter. Uh, free news, yes. Uh, we're keeping you up to date with all, all our reporting analysis uh, free to the community. Sign up now at uh, at Strikegeist. At sub, uh, no, I think it's strikegeist.com. Should bring you right there. Strikegeist.com. So. Sorry. Yeah. Strikegeist. Uh, yes, exactly. One word. E E I. Probably your writers out there. I have to. Exactly. I have to look that up every every time. I, <laughs> I, I namely somebody on this podcast. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so strikegeist.com. Sign up for that uh, totally free newsletter there, and of course you can catch uh, my wake up uh, the wake up newsletter and all the other newsletters Richard and Elaine are doing over at the Ankler at theankler.com and follow on the socials. At the Ankler, I'm sure we will be doing more of these in the future. Uh, good to see you both, and um, we'll see you again on Friday for the end of week recap. Thanks for listening. <laughs>